From the heart of New York to the streets of the borough, it's Respect the Journey. Respect the Journey. With DJ B. Dollar and Model Citizen J on 105.1 Live. 105.1 Live, it's your boy DJ B. Dollar. And the one and only Model Citizen J. And you're now rocking with Respect, Respect the, the Journey. Two time for the two time. You know the vibes. So, once again, reminding the good people of North Carolina or wherever you are stationed right now listening to us, happy motherfucking new year. Yeah! It is, I mean, I know it's already been a few days, so it's already been officially 2002 for six days now. Yes. Um, But this kicks off the first show of the new year. I was about to say, this kicks off our very first show, the Uh, very first Thursday of the year, bro. Right, right. So uh, just real quick, how was everybody's new year? How'd you bring it in? What did you do? Yeah. What's going on? Believe it or not, I did something extremely funny, extremely out the box, extremely... uh, not normal, but then again, a model citizen J, so nothing I do is kind of normal. Wrote a song about it, but here you go. <laughs> here you go. So, uh, yo, I got a, I got a whole, uh, you got a hoe. Wait, no, man. Oh, but say it was Christmas, though. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> now, all jokes aside, though, yo, I got a whole crew, a whole team of brothers that, um, you know, we be politicking, we be fellowshipping, we be bugging out, having a good time, just cracking and joking. Yo, by accident, somebody started a group chat, a group uh, video call. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, the whole squad just pulled up on the group chat. And, uh, yeah, we were just having a good old video chat, just wishing each other Happy New Year's and all that good stuff. So that's how I brought mine in. I was in the crib working on some designs, you know, sipping on some green tea, uh, chilling with the fellas. How about I say, just get, cooling. getting your old man on. Yeah, get my old man <laughs> on, man. This, this is what I do. Which cuddled up in a little blanket. Nah, I wasn't. I didn't, I didn't have my snuggly. I, I still wear. Listen, I still wear basketball shorts and a, and a hoodie in the crib. <laughs> nah, speaking of which, um, that's dope on on many levels because I remember um, when I first moved down to North Carolina. You know, it wasn't too many people that we knew, um, but you know, right for your soul, being in a new state altogether, new living arrangement. It's just you and your immediate fam. You don't got really got the external or the external family and all the extended family out there. Um, with the support, so you're really out there kind of fending yourself until you really found your grounding and your, and your feet and your footing and everything. So it was big for us to kind of find the support we needed, you know, whenever you came up in a, in a, in a jam. Um, so I do remember at a point in time that we did put together like this prayer group or like the support band where we did, you know, call-ins for prayer. You know, we started a, what do they call, um, like a financial pool. You know, everybody, like a susu? Yeah, like a susu, and everybody gets their particular month to help out. Um, so that just reminded me of that, just okay. having that group chat of people just being real supportive, you know, especially going into the new year, what you're working on, giving the confidence, you know, and the motivation to keep it moving. So that's that's dope that you actually had that um, to bring the new year. Yeah, that was a blessing, was man, because right. honestly, my only plans was to drink some green tea, mm-hmm. keep on designing, bring in a new year working, so this way I'll be working for the whole year. That, right, that's right. the way my mom works. Right. Um, called my moms, called my sister, you know, sent out the whole shout-out to the team and stuff like that. And other than that, it was just like a regular day for me, man. That was fire, fire. Portrait <laughs> guard. Ben, ben will shoot. In the building. How did you spend your new year, my brother? How was it? Oh, I was, um, I was sleep. Big sleep. There it is. There it is. There it is. Gets no better than that. <laughs> Uh, I didn't. I didn't even plan on doing too much, and then um, what really confirmed it is all the uh, the hoopla around uh, the times that we live in. I'm right. Like, oh, yep. 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 
<laughs> not trying to be a no. Not gonna catch me. Yeah, not like that anyway. Right, right, right. <laughs> Y'all gonna have to put it in the, in the tap water or something. <laughs> wink. wink. Man, so you're going to have to break in my crib and manually <laughs> yeah. shoot me with this <laughs> before. Um, but, yeah, man, there's a lot of people, you know, that didn't like to stay home, you know, in, in light of what's going on. You know, COVID-19, then Delta, then Omicron, Omarion, Voltron, uh, Nintendo, <laughs> Genesis. Um, Did y'all see Omarion's PSA? Oh, yeah. Then he had the PSA. <laughs> yeah. Y'all brought the boy out of hiding to address the fact that y'all you will not. Disturb his peace. You will not <laughs> keep either mistaken or making fun of the fact and calling this variant the Omarion when it's not called that. And the last time we had this discrepancy, you called the Y2K B2K, and I'm not standing for it anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. They just throwing him That's all crazy. under the bus. But obviously, he doesn't realize the time, the days and times that we're in. Because now that you've acknowledged it, they're going to go even harder now. Wait. And now everybody, their mother's the blood, just saying Omarion oh, now. Now, I'll be honest. If the young boy was smart, he'll come out with a, with a song right now. Oh, he probably is. Because eventually, you know his team is going to be like, look, we need to capitalize. Just on capitalize. This. Just like take full are. advantage of this situation. Um, yeah, man, I honestly cannot wait. For uh, unapologetically black a little bit later on because I got so much stuff to talk about right now that the fact that we just brought that up just now just reminded me of one more. I, I could tell you right now I got about gripes with three things. You got right three now. things. Well, you know what? And I'm gonna try to keep them. I'm trying to compact them so it don't you so don't it even takes to, up. Nah, you don't even have to do that because mm. mine's is real short and sweet. Okay. You know what I mean? So you can run with it. Right. The first. First Thursday of the year, first unapologetically black, mm. B Dog's going air this is, something. This is out. Oh, this is a remainder. We're gonna use some math, some Ooh. mathematicians <laughs> uh, language okay. right now. This is a remainder seven. Okay. Uh I don't even think that's possible. But this was something that was lingering from 2021 that I forgot to talk about. So we're gonna carry that over into 2022. Um, just to address the nonsense. Ain't nothing wrong with that's that. That's going on. because um, I don't yeah, I don't want that to go under the under the rug. Um, but yeah, they got the Omarion out, and now they just announced this IHU variant that they found in France. Um, <laughs> that's supposed to be now even more I deadlier because the Omara Omarion. Wait, crime, you said I hate you. I, that's what it is. Um, I think they got the I hate you virus for at this point. Um, yeah, because I guess the Omarion wasn't doing what it needed it to do, and it didn't touch. So <laughs> now they had to find somebody else. And now they're bringing over yet another. Um, and I wish I would have found it. Maybe we could do it before we get out of here. But they say they did have a list of all the variants that they said that were going to come. And now, all of a sudden, you got all this stuff just, just popping up left and right. Yeah, um, they, they took it to the hood one time, so, too, with the flu rona. Oh, yeah. That was the other <laughs> one I read about last night. Time. So the influenza and the COVID together, flu rona. Flu rona. Yeah. So we got Omaru crying right now, IHU making his way in, and flu rona on deck deck. Bat and cleaner. Flurona is only in the jets, though. Right. Oh, Flurona's only in the hood. Yeah, only in the hood. Because that's obviously well, you know something. What? That's obviously something we would probably name our kid. You know. So. Yeah. Listen, listen. I was just about to say that. Family. That's, if your child right. name is Flurona, I'm listen. Don't don't send them to school. You better homeschool. But the crazy thing is, you think that isn't somebody that's gonna do that? That somebody already think, did. Think it is a joke? No, somebody already did. Because she was born on this day, so we might as well. We might as well name her Flurona. Only us. Oh, boy. Only us. Help me, Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> let's respect the journey. Y'all already know what it is. It's Thursday. Thursday's a new Friday. Yeah, we um, just pre-gaming you for the weekend. Get, getting you set up for, you know, what should be a... a, a, a we try to lead you into something very eventful and fun. 
um, depending on how your week is going so far. And if it isn't, you just replay this episode over the weekend. That's it. And listen to all the other ones that we did on And Anchor. even after that, and even after that. Yeah, and you'll feel good. Catch up. This is episode number 44. 44. Big 44. 44 joints. 44 See, joints, man. You, you notice this 2022 season, season four. You know what I'm saying? Episode 44. Mm-hmm. Those are some good numbers. That's Yo, all I'm going to say. Four, 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 four. You know. <laughs> the Cosby Reading, season four, 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 Exactly. Four. Shout out to Hope. I might go to Wendy's after this. <laughs> I'm coming back. <laughs> Shout out to Ben. All right, so check this out. Talk about it. So, you know, last few days, I want to say, wasn't feeling that great. Okay. Um, so it was a hit or miss, but I was going to come today. But, you know, we got it together. You can't stop, the rain. can't stop the rain. Um, but I thought about something that Ben said last week. So... We know that it is sort of like a tradition or a ritual now that every Thursday we come down, we holler at the hibachi spot downstairs. Right. Get a little something because, okay. you know, for me, like I said, I like to make that. That's like my only meal of the day. Try to cut back a little bit. So Yeah, it's like number three for me. So I bang. <laughs> I knock that out. Holds me over during the show. I go home. Like a little, whatever, you know, a little snack or something like that, but nothing too heavy because um, that'll be my main meal for the day. But we came in last week. I remember we had the youngins in here. Yes. Perfect yes. service announcement. We will never do that again. <laughs> uh, that's why they're not here now. Um, shout and, out to Jay. Shout out right. to Lee. So I get my little plate. Eight, little eight, nine dollars. Whatever. Got you. Had to factor in the two little ones with it. Okay. So now eight, nine, then went to like 25, 26. Mm. Yeah. Right. So next time you will starve. Ooh. That's number one. Well, you're not even going to share the plate. Nah. Uh, you get your plate and then you just like, remember how you used to do back in the day? You just rip the top part off. Do you and then... remember what they were doing last week? No, they don't deserve to eat. Anyway. Listen, again, that's why Uncle Jay got y'all back, y'all. And like I like I Uncle said, Jay. He keep on with that got your back. They're going to be in the back seat of his car. On their way, they way back to Durham. Wow, I love to see how they're going to get in. <laughs> Uncle Jay is going to drop them over and peel off. Me and mom going back to Cali. Ain't nobody going to be home. <laughs> Um, but nonetheless, well, I guess we're going to New York, right? Nonetheless, um, I looked at Ben. I said, Hey, Ben, you know, usually we drop the mix. Ben goes out, take his little break, get his one, two on. He said, nah, I'm making a notion right now. We'll not be eating out. I don't know if you said for the month or I forget well, the, for the, the time frame. Future. Okay. For the future. Good enough. Um, I said, you know what? I'm going to try to jump on that challenge. Okay. Right. So, I woke up today, I want to say about almost noon, slept a little late today, mm. and, you know, I got ready, wifey was making breakfast, again, decided if I was going to be able to come to eat, I was like, yeah, you know what, I'm good, I'm out. So, I get ready to dip, first thing I do, I'll get in the car, put the order online, Right. so it could be ready by the time I get here, because okay. it's about a 40-minute drive to get here. But for some reason, the way that I do it, the online portal wasn't working, they took away that one option that I have, right? Mm-hmm. That I, the one that I utilize, and it only had like Grubhub and DoorDash and all that open. So I said I refresh, and it wasn't work. Same thing, same thing. So I was like, "Could this be a sign that the good Lord is telling me, look, stop wasting your money on mm. this spot, right? Because Ben already told you, <laughs> stop ordering from the spot well, for the foreseeable future." Let me let me tell you the blessing that the Lord <laughs> put on my heart. So okay, thank you, Ben. You saved me some yeah. money, but hold on, because then wifey came outside the crib, 
with my food on the plate. So I made ah. this. Bang. So there's your food. Bing bang. You ain't got right. You ain't got to spend no bread. That's what's up. Ben, you saved the day and don't even realize what you did, brother. Yeah. <laughs> See, B Dow was talking about he only eat one meal a day. I'm gonna break it down. Oh no, that's just I on had, Thursday. Only on Thursday? Just on Thursday. <laughs> okay. Because I know I'm coming here. Okay. So you know I, I was try about to, to say. Yeah. This morning I had some grits and a sausage for breakfast. Oh yeah, how's that go? Cause you say you want to get back to making. Yo, I no lo- no longer eating. Uh, candy bar and drinking Mountain Dew okay. for breakfast. You see anymore. what it is? You live the bachelor life. Yeah, you. I do. I <laughs> so, do. You, yeah. For one, nobody ever said that during breakfast time you had to make breakfast. You can have breakfast any time of day you want to. Food True indeed. Food, right? True indeed. But I do understand living the bachelor life. You do your thing. How yeah. you do your thing. But I get it in, in how I fit with in. Wife with the kids, we gotta have structure where every day we have the breakfast and we see, have it in the And that's butt. the thing. I had to realign myself to get back to that structure. And that's all right. I was like, yo, I was out of pocket eating mad Hershey candy balls for breakfast every morning. Nothing wrong with that, by the way. <laughs> now, there is something wrong with it. The only thing that was wrong with it is I was eating in front of the kids and it got to the point to where the kids would bring me candy balls in the morning. Mm. And I realized, I was like, yo, hold up. I got to stop doing that because they're going to get older and think I can do that. Mm-hmm. Now, family, my body, the way I'm built, I'm a little bit different. Lord bless me. Well, I was a able whole to lot eat. different. I was able to. Shut up. <laughs> look, the only reason I was about to say there's nothing wrong with it because the way your body mass is set up, <laughs> yeah. it's as if you do nothing wrong. Exactly. It pisses me off. <laughs> but <laughs> nonetheless, it works for you. <laughs> so once I realized the kids was bringing me candy balls, I was like, yo, I got to switch the game mm-hmm. up. So, as of January 1st, I have been eating grits and sausage for breakfast every morning. So far, I've been doing pretty well with it. You know what I mean? I've stopped eating out for lunch. I had a bad habit of eating out for lunch. So, now, whatever I cook the night before, I bring to school with me and I eat my own so lunch. So, meal prepping. Meal prepping, kid. Prepping I'm back to it. But, you know, I did stop at the Hibachi Cafe today because, okay. you know, I need, I need my five meals a day. But it's all right because you do get a lot of vegetables. Steam, yeah. you know, I don't know which rice you get. Oh, you do the steamed rice, you do the regular rice. I do the regular rice, kid. I got, I got, it's all good. You know. And then you got the you got the, the sauce shaking up on the... You know, I got the, good. I got to whip it up, you know. No, the hibachi spot is not bad. It's just that, you know... I respect it, listen. got a little excessive. And then I ruin it because I throw the, the I'm trying uh, to get teriyaki free. sauce with the hot sauce in it. So I'm just you ruining everything that. good about it. I don't do nothing. I don't right? do none of that. I take away the carrots, all that. I say, just give wow. me broccoli. That's all I want. Oh, you, um, just, you want gas. I don't That's know, what you want. I don't know why I have a thing with the cooked broccoli. I'm um, the cooked carrots. Like I can eat raw carrots all day. When you steam them and you cook them up, I don't know why. It's just something you in know, my mind. It's like it's not the off. same. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like gummy and I'm, I don't like it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I prefer putting my carrots in my juicer. Okay. And, and I, you drink. I drink my carrot juice. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I throw that with my apples. I throw a pear in there, maybe an orange. Mm-hmm. Boom. Now I've tried juicing and maybe uh, once. And maybe it was just I had a bad fixer, but it was back in New York. Okay. So, you know, once when you get a juice from out there, it's like uh, thirty five dollars. Yeah, you you don't want to um, do it again. So I just chose, you know, then they got the little menu with all the with the names, the creative names that they got, yeah. the Frankenstein, the Juju Bean, <laughs> and they don't even tell you exactly what's in it. Just hey, get this one. So I got one that was like a green machine or something like that, and just broke out nah, in, in, in an allergic reaction. Right then I left the cup in my. This is when I worked for FedEx. Left the cup in the truck. Ooh. Next thing you know, all these gnats and fruit flies in the cup. Out of so nowhere. Now I don't yeah. know, hey, oh. was that in my drink beforehand or did they get in overnight or something like that? So from that point out, I've never juiced again. Yeah, see, so you know so, what? You got to buy your own juicer. Okay. Right? And you do it yourself. See, I got my, I call it the simple mix. Okay. Carrots. Okay. Oranges. I can deal with that. And apples. I can deal with that. That's it. Okay. Those are the only things. When I'm feeling fancy, mm. oh, I'll throw some strawberries in there. I might throw a... Uh, I might throw some raspberries in there. Okay. That, that's why I'm feeling fancy. You see, now I feel, I correlate my ability to 
juice or meal prep or go through the rituals of eating better or right. prepping better, I correlate that with Game of Thrones. Mm, and I just it. feel like there's so many goddamn seasons that I missed that there's no way for me to catch up. So it just doesn't work out. For but me. you know what? Just start. Okay. That's all you got to do. You step just got to start. Step. Okay. Step by step. Okay. And I said, once you start one time, I, I guarantee you, that's why I started, that's why I implemented the 30-day challenge. If you do something for 30 days straight, it becomes a habit. Okay. You know, so for the next 30 days, I made it my business to do 100 push-ups a day, mm. to do 50 pull-ups a day. Okay. Oh, we, we jumped from 50 push-ups. Last week, it was only 50. Yeah, 52. Yeah, I jumped up to 100 because I realized. Ooh, he took off on me. I was trying to keep up. You know why? But look what happens when we get a hearty breakfast in our system. Exactly. It got that extra energy I'm not, now. I'm not going to lie because I was doing the fit. I did the 50 push ups and doing push ups is something I normally do. So right. I was like, all right, 50, it's not really, it's not a challenge because this is what I do. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, let me put another 50 on top of that. Mm. Pull ups, I'm telling you, that's not my thing. It's been a while. Um, <laughs> after, what is it? Today's like day four, day five of it. Yo, my arms be noodled. Like just like I was about to say, wet it sounds noodle. like we're in the crib having a model citizen J versus a Jamal Long battle. We <laughs> we are definitely having that. Model citizen J said we gonna do fifty. We gonna do fifty. Jamal said nah, we doing a hundred. Yeah. Okay. And then model citizen J be like, yo, bruh, son, go back in the house. What are you doing in the gym? All right. So you know what I'm saying? Again, model citizen J wants the candy in the morning. Yo, he does so bad. Jamal Long said nah, bro. Nah. We can't do that no more. Can't can't do it. We cool, gotta transition. Cool, we gotta transform cool, and move cool. on. <laughs> we got a little uh, Nutty Professor thing going on here. I got you. I got you. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yes, I can. Right. Um, I actually, you know, we didn't get to touch on last week. And again, I'll, I'll let you go a little bit more in depth a little bit later. Mm -hmm. um, but my 30-day challenge was to intake at least eight bottles of water okay. a day. Um, just to, again, also get into Sheesh. the mentality of drinking water. Because for me, as you just saw, I just downed one bottle just now and it was nothing. Okay. So... Um, I feel A to B. If anybody's watching it live right now, I haven't right. evolved to be dollar yet, so <laughs> I got some green tea. Yeah, right he's here. still over here drinking olive oil. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, this officially will start that because so far today. And y'all wonder why my skin say golden. <laughs> this, has been, this has been my drink so far today. Um, so this will count as two bottles down. I got okay. two in the car. So I have, what, six more to do before the day is out. All right, let's make it um, happen, Captain. So once I do that today, I'll mark that first day. So keep me keep me accountable for that. Bro, we de definitely will. Olive oil. And, yo, the first day when he came in here with it, and, you know, we take the label off because we ain't giving nobody free money unless they're giving us money first. Exactly. Um, it looked like olive oil. So I was like, well, why he drinking that? Um, <laughs> well, listen, because so I, I want... Out, oh, I want, it was the ginseng Wait, tea. wait. <laughs> I want my skin to be silky smooth from the inside it, out. It was either... So I'm it drinking was, olive oil, your family. either olive oil or apple cider vinegar. I don't know. Either way, I said I, this I man's crazy. Yo, I cannot do that apple cider vinegar. <laughs> Shout out to the people who do that. Like, yo, salute. I'm, I try it. I I'm try it once in the blue. I'm a Seamoss elderberry mm. uh, black seed oil kind of guy. But see, that was all the people that was, you know, doing the... Slim, slim loss, yeah, uh, yeah, weight I, loss. I, uh, I respect that. Like I tried it, and it's <laughs> apple cider that. vinegar is more of a mental thing than yeah. You, because if you can get out of your mind that it's disgusting, and you could do it. Because for me, I just had to. It just had to flow and go. See, that's it. If I think about it, it's a wrap. It's coming back out. It's it's, it's ugly. See, and I think this is a perfect way to uh to let people know where they can follow us at oh. on our social media pages and stuff like that because. You know what? We talk all this crazy stuff only on Thursdays, but you need to follow us seven days a week because mm. we do some amazing stuff, right? Yo, shout out, shout out to wifey, right? I always, uh, you know, we, we give out pleasantries every day. Right, right. Babe, I love you. I love you back. 
As you should. Kiss goodbye. Get home safe. Pray for you that you get to where you're going to and back safely. And she's listening right now, and we're talking about this 30-day challenge. Mm-hmm. And I bring up the water. So she goes just now, oh, I didn't know about the water challenge. You know what? 90 days. She thinks. <laughs> Yo, T, you put it out there 90 days? Yeah, B Dollar got to drink water for 90 days. <laughs> Here's the thing. She I got to do it right beside you. Oh, but that's the thing. She is the water drinker in the oh, house, so man. this is nothing for her. So I'm the one with the problem. <laughs> so if she, if you, if, yo, my brother, if you got to do 90, you know we a team up here. You doing 90 days, I'm doing 90 I'll days do straight it. up. No, I got to do it because I got to get I, right. My knees is out here feeling like Patrick Ewing. Ben, uh, Ben, I guess we on this movement for 90 days, bro. I can do four. Ben don't count. <laughs> ben can do five years, and it don't, it don't bother him. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the water. I'm talking about we doing our workouts. Oh, okay. So yeah, we yeah, have whatever, whatever, whatever it was that whatever you were was doing, oh, okay, we're tagging okay. on whatever time. Whatever your 30 was, cool, we, cool, just, cool, we just cool, got man. more time. So, family, whatever whatever your challenge Thanks, is, T. Thanks, whatever T. you challenge yourself to do, um, yo, we're just going to go for 90 days now. Yeah, it is. Thank you, T. We appreciate you. Yeah, um, As we do these challenges, though, we're going to start recording ourselves. We're going to start making videos as we do it. Um, you can follow me at Model Citizen J underscore. B Dollar the CEO. Make sure you hit up my brother, the portrait guard at Ben Will Shoot. Trigger Tai Chi. Make sure you get right in front of the Ooh, in front of the my picture. My wife's a smart ass. What happened? You're welcome. <laughs> okay. That's cool. That's cool. See, that's why you the home that's team. Cool. I don't talk um, too much. Yeah, we also have a, a mentoring program, you know, where we like to go out in the community, make sure that today to, uh, today's leaders will be good for the rest of their lives okay we want to go out there and make sure that we mentor them we show them different things we expose them to certain things that they normally wouldn't see because you know parents are busy you gotta they gotta provide and make sure that there's a roof over the over the um over the house and stuff like that right. so we come well, in I hope there's a roof over the house i hope so too that's <laughs> that, why they that's that why they're going to work that wouldn't be pretty right now in january you know what i'm saying <laughs> so you know you can go follow us at respect the journey inc that is our mentoring program and then we also have uh, a basketball team pretty much it's the same group of kids man same wonderful group that are just amazing on the court off the court you can go follow us at team journey journey is spelled j-o-u-r-n-e and you know it's an acronym so we gotta let you know what it stands for joining others, others under, under righteousness, righteousness nobility and equality and again understanding that the basketball team is more so um a skill set workshop to prepare your young superstars as they prepare themselves for junior high school teams, high school teams, eventually college, hopefully to the pros. Um, but we're kind of set in teaching them the fundamentals that yes. seem to be lost. Because it's okay to do all the, you know, the, the ballers life videos and, you know, the highlights we see on YouTube. I'm not knocking that. But in order to get to that point, you got to learn the fundamentals. Listen. Okay, you can't do a Euro step, but you're doing the Europe, the Chinese, the American, the Spanish, <laughs> the USSR. Can't do them all. You can't do all the steps together. Okay, just, just learn the fundamentals. The NBA is still two steps. Okay, so um, we're here to just keep them grounded, keep, teach them the fundamentals of it, build on that, and then ultimately, you know, build whatever it is you're going to do. We are real. We 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 have the fortunate pleasure of being a fundamental skills clinic that has the opportunity to play against other teams, other against other AAU teams. They invite us to tournaments. We find other organizations, other places that we, we can fellowship. And, you know, we put the kids out there for exposure and things. Our main goal is to make sure that we raise healthy, positive, productive citizens out here in the world, okay? The only way we, gonna, only way we could do this, it takes a village, all right?
me and my brother, we would be out here. We're going to do what we can do. But we need the help. We need your support. Again, you guys can follow us. Um, you can go hit up the GoFundMe account at Respect the Journey Inc. Mm -hmm. Drop a dollar. Drop a $2. Leave a comment. Share it. Tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Share it. The only way we can make this pop is through the help and the services of people like you in the community. Shout out to everybody who's donated so far. Yo, you don't y'all already know what we do. Cause you follow us, you see that we totally transparent. You give us a dollar, we put it in our left hand, we transfer it to the right hand, and then we put we uh we pay whatever fee we gotta pay. Facts. So this way we get it to the kids. Okay? Right now we are in a position to where we're trying to get back into the gym. We're trying, to, outside. we're trying to Sometimes. get we're trying to get them some hoodies. We're trying to get them some merchandise. We want to hook the kids up. I can't do it alone. Be dollar can't do it alone. We do have our respective families that we do have to take care of, okay? But with your hard work and your dedication and determination, we could bring this to fruition. All right. You guys already blessed us with so much money that we was able to provide the teens with uh, provide the kids with shirts. Okay? We want to take it a little step up. You know how good these kids feel when they got their shirts? Imagine how great they're going to feel when they get when they get like a hoodie or they get a warm-up and say, yo, wear this to practice every time. Wear this every time you got to come to our mentoring, um, our mentoring programs. They feel so elated. They feel like, yo, we're a part of something. And we tell them, we didn't pay for this. Don't think me and B-Dollar mm -hmm. take credit for anything Not that y'all do. We be like, yo, um, people donated this because they believe in y'all. Okay, that's why it's up to y'all to keep on continuing to do the great work that you guys do so people can see that, yo, I didn't waste my money. I donated something and I, it's going to benefit a young child's life. So please go hit up the GoFundMe account, share it. If you even don't want to donate, just share it. All right. You may know somebody who wants to donate. And that's the way things travel through word of mouth, family. All right. Peace, y'all. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, of course, RTJ, the brand, the drip, the merch, the battery behind everything what we're doing the ultimate the umbrella um holla at us y'all uh the website still tinkering a few things to make life a lot easier for ourselves as well yes. as everybody else but for now rtjthebrand.godaddysites.com um you can head over there you can read a little bit about what we got going on as Listen. a brand what we're about meet some of the faces behind the scenes i'm so glad Check you said merch. it this week <laughs> Last week I chopped Look. it all up. I was dyslexic. Look, it's all right, it. man. Just twisted. Um, we make mistakes too. So I'm part of the journey. <laughs> um, but check the merch, um, blog sites, videos, everything that we got under our, under our umbrella and what we got our hands in. You will get all that information there. Please, please, please follow that on Instagram as well. Spelled the same way. R T J the brand. Um, follow that. You know, get all the little mini videos and things that yes. we got going on. Um, poking fun at each other, day yeah. in the life of what we do on a daily around here. Um, ultimately, uh, we are going to be a brand that's going to be, you know, to be reckoned with out here. Um, people see the movement. People are commending what we got going on. They're praising it, giving us the well wishes and the motivation we need to keep going. Uh, but again, still need that support of the community, whether it's the nonprofit organization, volunteering, coaching, um, we need brand um, ambassadors. Brand ambassadors. Um, you yeah. need credits for college. Holla at us. Um, whatever your skill set is, uh, videography. If you um, feel come learn under Ben, get to get your shooting on, man. Learn the, the will of the way. If you feel like you got something that contribute to help us grow and develop, right? Remember, one hand wash the other, both hands wash the face. So everybody be great. You know what I mean? 
So listen, come out and let us know. You hit us up in our email, respectthejourney at gmail.com. Let us know in the subject line whether you want to be, you know, a volunteer coach, you want to be a mentor, you want to be a brand ambassador. This is what your skill set is. And I guarantee you're not going to get a corny automated response or something crazy like that. It's going to be a direct response from either me. Well, you might get something crazy, but I just to let you know that it's us. Well, it might be something crazy <laughs> if I respond to you. I don't know. <laughs> Understand I make mistakes sometimes when I type stuff. I don't proofread, so I'll just send it out. Just deal with me. Just work with well, me. I'll Oh, well, he's gonna give you, he might give you the grammar errors a little bit. When I said something crazy, I was just like, I'm about to say some off the wall shit just you know. Yeah. Your dollars real. So, look, I'm just letting you know yeah. what you're coming in. Just understand, you know, you're gonna get a live and direct person that's gonna reply to you and comment, all right? <laughs> Listen, we, we got a space for everybody as long as you're coming in with positive energy and good vibes and good intentions. And respect. Remember that. All day, every day. Remember that. Um, so, that's the call to action. That's the information we need y'all to have. If you don't know, now you know. Again, thanks to everybody that's been following us on this ride for the longest time. We're almost coming up on one year. 365 um, days. We're going to have a, a special show planned out for that just to commemorate that that occasion, that one-year stamp. Feels like we've been here forever, um, but technically it has not even been a year yet. Nope. Because, um, again, 44 shows in. Um, 44. Hitting our stride, feeling mm. comfortable, feeling home. Um, and it's just ultimately a good feeling. Um, but all that information is right there for you. If you missed it, at the end of the show, load up it in your in your in your Google Plays and your yeah, and your podcast, your, your Apple, Anchor, your Anchor, whatever the Spotify, case is, whatever it and is, and replay it, and then Word. put that information in your phone so you don't forget. Matter of fact, yeah, I think this is a uh, perfect segue for us to go to uh, giving roses. How you feel? Oh, that's where we were going. We, you, you, you know, we just got to get the pleasantries out you, the way. You ready? Are you ready? We can go. We can go right at it. Mm, I'm going to set it off this year. I'm going to set it off right here for the first one. First one of the year. I did have somebody in mind to give roses to. Okay? I actually rehearsed this. I read it over and over again. I'm going to give you guys the gentleman's name. Um, research him because he's a dope-ass dude. I'm going to talk about him next week. Um, his name is Emmett Chappelle. Okay? He was born October 24th. 1925 he transitioned october 14th 2019 but um i was going to give him his roses today and i'm going to give it to him next week but this week right now this moment i just got touched in my heart right now and um when the spirit moves you when the spirit moves you just got to act on it <clears throat> i want to give roses to everybody here at 105.1 live all right everybody to the, from the listeners to the viewers to the supporters to all the all the new shows that are up here, to to the ones that ha that have been up here, it's not easy doing it. It's, you got to be dedicated. You got to be committed. You have to be focused. You have to want to do this. All right. I know sometimes we have other things that come up in our life, and you know situations happen, and we get caught up. But for whatever reason, we don't stop the show. We keep it moving. We keep it pushing. No matter what happens. We find a way. We find a way to show up and show out, so we could do what we do. That takes hard work, dedication, determination. Not too many people see what goes on behind the scenes. They only see what goes on for how, however long we're on this air. Okay, for us to do, you know, a show like this, it takes hours. It takes days of prepping. It takes time to set things up to make sure that everything runs smoothly. It's a lot of communication. Okay, it's talking to Major, it's talking to Ben, it's talking, it's talking to Nettie, it's, it's, it's reaching out, okay, and it's making sure that everybody stays on the same page at the same time, which can be kind of difficult because, again, we all have our own individual respective lives, but 
when you share the common goal with somebody and you share a common goal with a team, you make things happen no matter what. You find a way to make it happen. Yes, sir. You make sacrifices, okay? If one person can't be here, hey, you know what? Another person's going to step in and fill in, all right? So it takes a, a team to make things happen. And if we wasn't up here, you know, at 105.1 Live, if we didn't have this support, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So shout out to Ed, each and everybody from the viewers, the listeners, the people who tapped in, the supporters, and especially everybody who has a platform up here. All right. Um, a big major shout out to Major. Appreciate it. Salute. You know, without this, without you, we wouldn't have this. So you had your vision to do what you wanted to do. And this is what you wanted with your platform and your dream. And your dream was to help other people pursue their passion and what they want to do. So, again, thank you. Shout out to all the other shows on, on this platform, on this network, on this station. You guys be rocking. Y'all be rolling. Y'all be grooving. 2022 is our year. And we just going to get better. We just going to double up. Straight like that, man. So, yo, positive vibes, positive energy, nothing but love. Y'all get my roses. Yes, sir. Um, definitely big, big stand behind that. Um, as well, again, this was uh, us coming up here just to promote what we had going on with the nonprofit, uh, but ultimately it sparked an idea that we've discussed before, and sort of opportunity present itself um, with Major being behind what we were doing, especially when it comes to the kids. Uh, yeah, the opportunity to get up here and do what we do, and everybody, whether you know, everyone that's here at the station, everyone you know, if you're not here anymore, but you had a hand in what you know, building up to what we're doing now. You thank know, you. Extend that thank you to thank them you, as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Me this week, I had a little, I want to say something of, uh, I, I want to say inspiration, but more so just the prime example of not giving up on your dream mm. and you don't allow anyone to dictate how that goes. You know, you call your own shots. You you Talk move about you it. move to your own beat on that, and if that's the end, it's because you said it was said not because it. somebody mm. else said it was. So this one goes out to two individuals, and this can actually extend to a lot of people that's had the benefit of this um, because of what's been going on, but just two individuals um, in particular: um, Isaiah Thomas and Lance Stevenson. Lance shout to make you dance. Shout out to the train. Um, they were just paying homage to, uh, right. to the goats. I'm gonna allow them to be the faces to represent everybody. Um, in light of what's going on with this pandemic, these every every other day they switch the rules on how it's handled, especially in the NBA where you know, shout out to the train. That's the last shout out I'm giving. <laughs> uh, how they've mandated in a lot of states that you have to get this shot in order to play. Certain instances where you can play, you know, games away from home if your state is one of them that are mandated, and if it ends up that the state that you're going to does not have a mandate, you can play there. However, gotcha. however you deal with it. And actually, as I think about it, this is a little bit of a twofer. Um, but shout out to Isaiah Thomas, Lance Stevenson, okay, two individuals that love this game. Mm -hmm. Now Isaiah Thomas maybe a little bit more. One because of stature, because he's like five, what five four, five yeah. something, five nine, little representing the little people. He's doing it for me. Yeah. Um, and you know, in the NBA, you got the seven footers, you got the LeBron statures, you got the Durant's, and people that's of his height and stature, there's not really too much room for you, right? How right. much can you really do? Shout out to Muggsy Bogues, Bud Webb. 
you know, things like that. Uh, but we always felt that he got the raw end of the deal, leaving out of Boston, right? Here's a guy that lays it out on the line, blood, sweat, tears. I remember the year that his sister passed away. Um, he still came in and played in that playoff game and played the game of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the things that, that these NBA players sacrifice for the entertainment of us, right? And for those that, you know, we weren't blessed to make it all the way. But nonetheless, they're putting on a show for us and our entertainment, okay? Right. So it's hard-pressed to be in something that you love where you can have higher-up officials go, you know what, I don't think you're going to fit here anymore because we may have a guy that's younger, faster, taller, whatever the case is. I don't think there's room for you anymore, so... You're out of here. Work out. So it's either you're going overseas to keep your dream alive, you're lucky enough to get picked up by the development league with a chance to probably get back, or nonetheless, you just all together, you know what, it's over. You retire out you the game. You might coach, whatever the case is, right? Um, but some say, you know what, I'm not going to let you paint that narrative. I'm still good enough. So I'm still going to put the work in. I'm going to still get to my workshops and do what I got to do. Um, for that chance that if they call me again, I will be ready. These two individuals stuck to it. Mm. They were in the G League, still putting up astronomical numbers, okay. even time overseas, and they was killing. That's going to open the eyes of some people going, you know what, maybe they can, maybe they can still, still go. So in light of this pandemic that's going on, a couple of teams have been faced with a situation where they have not had enough players to suit up. Because a lot of players are in safety and protocols. They have to quarantine five, ten days, whatever have you. So not enough to, to, to suit up and play on the floor. So now they've been forced to look into these G League teams, look into these overseas teams and go, you know what? We're going to give out a couple of ten-day contracts just so we can fill out this roster. This is now their opportunity to get back on an NBA floor and show what they can do. Okay? So last night, Lance Stevenson back in Indiana. Okay, where he started. Okay. He poured in 30 points last night. Lance to make it okay. dance. He scored 18 in the first quarter. Oh, so he came out the gate ready. He came out blazing last night. Now they lost. They played against the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. Yo. This is where this makes us a twofer. But they did, played the Brooklyn Nets. Did you see your boy lay a package last night? No answer. It's me. Mm. Right? Um, but nonetheless, it's the fact that you committed to showing the people that I do what I do. And I'm not allowing you to tell me what I can't. And now full circle, even though it's a 10-day contract, because okay, he came back with Atlanta, now he's back in Indiana, you know, and as we make that push more towards the playoffs, who knows? They might end up getting a regular spot anyway. Somebody but might it's the simple fact of them showing, I'm not going to let you tell me what I can't do if I know I can do. I'm going to be I'm gonna be the narrator of this story. I'm going to be the author of this story and write it because it's about me. Um, and the fact to see them back on an NBA floor after so long, fire. So I commend them brothers for that. Um, the Tufa. Talk Mr. about Kyrie it. Mr. Kyrie Irving. Talk about it. Welcome back, my brother, to the NBA. Welcome back. Although it is in a limited capacity, but it was good to see you back on that court doing what you do. And again, when you are blessed with the talent that this brother has, it's as if he never took a day off. Now, mind you, this is someone that's been out for eight months because it started back before the season restarted. Took a stance saying, I am not getting this COVID shot, no matter what y'all say, no matter what y'all do. Unless it's vegan. You're talking to a brick <laughs> right. You're talking to a brick wall right now. He stood his ground to the point where they was like, uh, Mr. Kyrie, sir. Uh can you please? I think I uh, uh, we need some more, sir. What's that? Oliver Twist, we yeah. need some more, sir. Help right? Me. Now I need you to come back and bail me out of a jam. Because we ain't got enough players. And 
We literally have a superstar yeah. sitting. Why is the train being extra disrespectful the first that, year? Because the first got, day of the year. Look, yeah. the train probably got COVID. I don't know. He acting crazy. <laughs> look, nonetheless, Kyrie came back last night against said Indiana Pacers, poured in 22 points. Um, Brooklyn Nets did prevail. They did win last night, but it was great to see him back on the floor looking like he never skipped a beat. Listen, I commend That layer him. package is crazy. Right. I mean, we could talk about him and that basketball Bruh. savvy all day long. But what I'm getting at is the fact that, you know, it's been a long time since we had somebody that can stand up to the levels of Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and some of the greatest yep. civil rights movements, people, leaders that we've had. Who is going to be the voice of today? Right, we have certain individuals that will go out of their way to try to make stands on that, i.e., Nipsey Hussle, mm-hmm. you know, things of that nature. Um, but I don't think we've ever had someone to really display, hey, I'm willing to sacrifice and give up something to show you how for real I am about not allowing oh, we can't, don't, the system. Let's not forget about Mr. Muhammad Ali. Well, he's well, yeah, we, I think, right, that I think we, we could say. Muhammad Ali spawned that 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 energy for the oh, yeah. Kaepernick. Well, I, I said many others. That was right. just me thinking, you know, yeah, Muhammad, Muhammad that. Ali is definitely in that list. Yeah. That's hands down. Um, but as far as the youth of today, because not many of them oh, know that history. Yeah, they don't know that so history. So who's speaking for them today? And the two that stand out to me right now, I, I there's many. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, it was Kyrie and Colin Kaepernick. Yep. Those are the two that jump right off the page to me right now to say, we have something that's worth losing. We are risking it all to take a stance on what we believe, whether it be right or wrong. But it's let me allow to let me assess what's going on to make that decision for myself. As far as and, Kyrie, and then Colin, I'm standing up for black people. And y'all that mad y'all at are me. killing. Y'all telling me I can't do that. Oh nah, then I'm good. I'm gonna kneel, and I'm gonna fight against the machine and, that's telling me I, I'm wrong. I'm not. I hope more, more people, not even just athletes. I hope more people in general take that stance to understand that, yo, stand on your square. If you believe in something and it's what you, you know, it's who you are, don't fold. Right. You don't have to fold under pressure. Now, my question to that at one point in time was, and I I think I posed this to you gentlemen, um, how would Kyrie be viewed when he came back? And not so much of the stance that he took against the machine saying, I'm not gonna make you do something, make me do something I don't want to do, because we understood that, and the fact that they now called him to come back to work and say we need you, he had the upper hand. I think, um, right? Again, that's what I was saying. Like my when- question was, for a company to have the ability to pull the rug under you, would I want to still go back to work for a company like that? Well, when you when you look at it that way. You know business, you don't get into business for morals. So you understand that your company doesn't have any morals. Mm. Now, you're not there for the morals. You're there to get a check, play the game, Some. go go about your business. Some, because I think for his case, or Kobe's case, or right. Jordan's case, things like that, they love this game. So if he no. goes back, it's because he has oh, love no, no. for the it's game. I'm talking about Kyrie. Like, Kyrie, I'm talking about like as far as the, uh, as an owner. They Hold have on, no, that's they, a, oh, they have no, I'm, I don't care about that. Yeah. I'm talking about for Kyrie. Well, I'm would looking you, at it. Would I go back? Yeah. Well, I understand the process. I understand this is a business. Mm-hmm. So I love the game. This is how I get paid. This is how I provide for my family. I know me coming to work every day, doing what I do, helps out other people. 
So it's bigger than me at this point. Mm-hmm. So if I have to take this pill of discomfort to help other people out, my which is other people mean my family. But do you sacrifice yeah. that against your beliefs? Um, I think I don't at, think I can do that. I think at this point, Kyrie showed what he believes, and he didn't go back to them saying, "Hey, help me, I'm hurt." They came to him saying, "We need you." Yeah. So therefore, I can go back because now it's it's an even playing field. Mm-hmm. You know, I will walk away. Because this, right? And the only reason I asked that question because I faced that same situation. I had an incident at a company that I used to work for, will not name them, um, where the incident occurred that it was not my fault. Right. Right. Ultimately, I had past discretions that happened that was on file. So now that this next incident happened, you know, technicality, we have to let you go. Um, Ultimately, after explaining my deal, I could have went back and fought it, which I definitely would have won, and they mm-hmm. would have given me my job back. But I said, but at that point, you did not care about my well-being in that situation. Right. Nor did you care about my side of the story. All you cared about was the money that you probably would have lost for the packages that was on the truck, whatever the case is, right? So we got to let you go without hearing me out. Ultimately, it was overturned because they found out it was not his fault, right? But I was not going back to that station because at that moment, me, um, when they realized that... It wasn't your fault. Not even that. When they realized... That, no, when they found out what had happened mm-hmm. just at the incident itself without getting the details, right? it was now we have to walk you out of this building because you're no longer an employee. Gotcha. Right? So now I'm just treated like nobody in an incident of five minutes. Can I ask you a question? How, mm-hmm. did, how did you feel about your job? Oh, no, I didn't give two shits about it. This ain't unapologetically back, but I didn't give two shits about no, it. No, that's Just that's the way what, I was just treated in that right. moment. Oh, this job means nothing but, to me now. Because now you're I talking think, 10 years I was given mm-hmm. for that to be your reaction to me. Oh, I don't care. Nothing. I don't care about these packages on this truck. Now, I don't care about <laughs> Be lucky that if, I was cool in that moment. <laughs> I think in, in your situation, mm-hmm. yeah, don't go back. But, because, here, but, but here's, here's the question with that. Once it was understood what happened, mm-hmm. right, I'm not going back to that station. But another manager from another station that knows how well I worked in the great right. in the great job that I did said, you know what, come work for my station. But nonetheless, I'm still looking at it as, but you're still this company, right? And if you still have the ability that today you might be on my side, right? Let's say something else happens and you're in a position to go, hey, if you don't handle this this way, maybe that could be your job. Will you still vouch for me at that point or save your own behind? So well. again, if the company has that ability to just pull the rug when they feel like it. And they have the control of that, honestly. Why would I want to work for a company that can do that based on what they feel like today? So that's the way I looked at that situation with Kyrie. Mm. The principle of the fact that, yes, he did not get the shot. They're calling him, you need me now. But you were ready to just throw me out because I didn't want to do something I didn't feel comfortable with. Now, I'm not saying go play for somebody else. Nah, he probably I'm has. I'm talking about Brooklyn in particular. He probably has other. Because that wasn't even the NBA's call. That was Brooklyn's call he to has, say, stay away from our facility. Everybody, if you don't want to get it, you can't have nothing to do with us. That was them and make that call. So why would I, even though I know what it is, now mm-hmm. it's give my check for however long I'm going to play. Right. But you still have the ability to say, see you later. I don't care what you believe and I don't care what, you're, what, what you feel. See you later but because it, you're not doing what we need you to do. But it wasn't like um, he was saying when they said see you later, he didn't beg for his job back. So he was comfortable with it. Yeah, you know, but he was that's comfortable what I'm with the see if you later. comfortable with that. So I'm comfortable. I probably would have, I mean, and that's this, he, right. like, whatever, I probably would have been in a space where I'm like, I'm good. Because he, he still no. was getting paid. Right. Like a check wasn't getting paid to him. But then, right? And then if you let me go, somebody else going to pick um, me up. No, I'm, I ain't I'm worried about that. <laughs> I'm definitely coming back. Because, you, you know, I'm from Queens, so I'm kind of petty. So, all right, cool. You kick me out. 
Now you want me to come back in? I'm coming in on my terms again. So now the ball is back on my. Now that you want me back, mm-hmm. literally, I can't even do that. literally the ball is in my hands. I can't even do that. So I'm gonna come back, and then guess what? When I'm ready to leave again, mm-hmm. I'm out. I can I can I don't think I can do that. I think I would have had to have a discussion with my teammates. Right. Like. Uh, but then who? But then which one of them had my back too? Because I'm questioning that. Because I'm not gonna say put yourself in that in that predicament. Right. Yeah. But. Why am I, why, and not saying you're wrong, but why am I discussing with y'all, right? Because when I was on the outside, did anybody say, I'm about support to say your don't. decision on I, that? Because sure, Harden. I'm sure people gave him a call. Because yeah. Harden. All, off the, cause, off, out yeah. of the eyes. Yeah, but then my thing course. is because Harden gave an interview, right? His answer was a little, little, little sketchy to me. Well, Harden's a little sketchy. Right? <laughs> it's a little sketchy. Harden doesn't look like Harden doesn't look like a team player. Right. He looks like he's for self. Right. And his game, his game uh, personifies mm-hmm. that. So I can see him saying, yo, Kyrie, you out, so now I have to do more work. Right. Like type of ordeal. Which you so, love to do anyway. So there's certain people. <laughs> That's why Houston got rid of you. You know, they, <laughs> but, they, you know. <laughs> there might be certain teammates who did reach out for him. Right. Probably said, yo, fam, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I can't, I don't make as much as you do. Right, right. So I got to shut up and, right. and, and move like this. Right. But I'm with you 100%. Because, I mean, I think I'm looking at it in a case of at what point do we put a how, – how much are we willing to value the dollar over – Moral, and, moral value, and we honestly don't I'm know, now. and we don't know why Kyrie uh, chose to come back. It could have well, been he loved, he loved the game. I, it could have been that's why I look at it. He loved it could have been strictly much, for the love. I, I didn't make this decision, but this is what y'all forced it to be. It could have been the love. Probably, more than likely, it was the love of the game, his family support, mm-hmm. um, and who knows? He understands. Maybe he looked at it from a standpoint that there's a kid out there who needs to see him on that court. There's a kid who needs to see that representation out there somebody who stands on their morals who's not gonna fold mm-hmm. and is still gonna get and still win but what's bigger in that picture stand on the morals of not playing or stand on the morals of playing because i think a bigger message not playing than playing because um, you can play anywhere yeah but I, I think sometimes you have to let them know i'm not running i'm not backing down i'm not leaving i'm staying right here mm-hmm. because if you go to another team who's to say i'm gonna get paid this much who's to say i'm gonna get certain Certain uh, liberties that I that's have right I'm, now. That's what I'm thinking. At. So, are we looking at this situation from a financial standpoint or moral standpoint? It's probably a still, little bit of we're both. We're still talking check. Where this it's, Uncle Drew, he got money. It's so probably, I'm pretty sure he would have. No, if it was like hard pressed well, like that, he would have took that damn shot. That's what I pretty um, think. So I don't think financial was the was the choice for him on that. I think after a while, once because you know I don't know that man's pockets. I don't know what lifestyle he's living. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're used to getting a certain amount of money, and when you stop getting that money. After a while, you like mm-hmm. hold up. Maybe I might need to make a decision. So I'm not saying that was a major factor. Mm-hmm. It might have been a little small factor, a, a small consideration. I guess to each his own. Because if we if we're holding it in that light, again we bring up Colin Kaepernick. He gave up everything. Right. He ain't been back in the league since. Tried, still ain't been back. So to him, um, does he feel what he went through was worth it or now, not? I think yes. We can look at situations a little bit different. Maybe Kaepernick's situation is a little bit different. Maybe he gets more support. You know, like maybe his GoFundMe account or other things that went behind it mm-hmm. was a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Like after that, after that Kaepernick um, situation, wasn't he getting all types of endorsements? Wasn't he getting on commercials? Wasn't Nike, he getting all of that? Nike backed him. What did Kyrie get? Um, Backlash. Well, he was already out. Uh, he already outcast. He was already outcast. So he so, already had a bad rep because so, you know he's a bad locker room leader. He had that in Boston. He had that in right. Where else did he play? Cleveland. Cleveland. With the LeBron situation. So his, I think, a little different because had he not so, had that narrative, it probably would have been a little turned, different. So Colin, he was he good. He never really had nothing. He wasn't hurt against him, right? So he know? wasn't. Even when he left, he probably made more money 
outside the NFL that year, mm. then he would have played in the NFL, and he didn't even get but have to get would hurt. Would he still have had that support? Same way had he got picked up by another team and came back. I think because I think a lot of support was the fact that he risked giving it up um, for it, and now it's like, well, now, if I supported you, saying I'm not going to play for a league that doesn't push the initiative of supporting Black Lives. But now you're back playing in this NFL that and you were taking the stance against, and not necessarily against them, right? But against, you know that's where you chose to 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 make your noise at, and now you're back. So I think I think if he got on the back on the football field, but he was still protesting, in his mm-hmm. in, in a way in a manner, and we knew that he was still an active protester, but he was mm-hmm. still out there playing because again, yo, these guys have amazing talent. Mm-hmm. These guys have worked, have sacrificed their life. For this skill set, okay, yo, they love this sport. Mm. They love their game. So I know a part of them just want to play because, right. yo, I've been doing this for thirty years. This mm. is all I really know how to do. Like I'm a I'm a football player. I'm a basketball player. Um, but then also again comes the person off the court. They are the man. So I believe as soon as he got back on the field, if he would have represented him himself as he's been doing, mm. um, I don't think we would have looked at him any differently. Yeah. I just have, I just got a question of at what point are we putting the sports or anything that we're really good at, are we like holding it too high? Because if you if you read the story oh, of what just are. happened with AB, um, Adrian Brown? No, no. Oh, please get that get that uh, get that coon out of here. <laughs> get him out of all the way out. Nah, here. I know who you talking uh, about Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. <laughs> uh, past weekend ran off the field during the Jets. I just, had, I just had to give AB. I a, can't some stand him, bro. <laughs> I just had to. <laughs> oh my God, I can't stand him. Uh, but he ran off the field during the Jets game. It was the Buccaneers versus the Jets. Um, he ran out in the first quarter, I believe it was, and they tried to paint it out to be a mental issue. Right. Why is he ripping off his jersey and running off the field, right? So the organization put out this this, this, this press conference about it. Whatever it is, they're tearing him down. Of course. Ultimately, he finally comes out now and gives us a play-by-play of what was happening. I was hurt. Mm-hmm. I had an ankle injury. I informed them that I could not perform right now. They wanted me to play through the play through the pain. Okay, they're trying to disregard any claims that they knew about this ankle injury and that it was just something a decision he made during the game. He's off this team because he was acting out. Right? We get this whole story now. What actually happened? This is not a mental thing. This was the fact that I was hurt and I mm. could not perform. Right? So, in that instance here, we get Antonio Brown's a free agent. So let's pick him up. Right, we're gonna partner him with the great Tom Brady. That's a no-brainer right there, right? But the moment you cannot do what we need you to do, see you later. And now, if the story ends up that it is true to what he's saying, right? Why are we still giving our all? Yes, I know we love it, but at what point are we now convincing ourselves that the love is greater than what they see, really feel for us? Because they will run us down until we can't no more and then just um, throw us out. But you always have to remember when you first come into this after middle school, it's a business. Mm-hmm. Understand it's a business. And I think that's where our fault is. It's, it's We a don't business. prep ourselves for that part of it. Okay. Because that's where and I think where I'm asking that question is, are we really preparing ourselves to the fact that you can't do this forever? So are you setting something up for when that day comes? Because even, now if he doesn't get picked up anymore, now he already got this bad rap from a business standpoint, how successful does he think well, he can be with that narrative that's I was chasing talking, him? I was talking about the NFL. Mm. They, I mean, I did that for any sport, um, really. They're, they're just, see, I think people, they get caught up. Us as a society, us as a culture, 
we're emotionally driven. We're not. We don't move by logic most of the time. Ever. We we move by emotion. They wave something in us in front of our faces, and we get emotionally attached to it, and then we run with it. And they can give you facts, hardcore facts, and because the emotion tells you to believe a lie, mm-hmm. you believe the lie. All right. Um, learn to separate emotion from business, and once you do that, I think you'll be well off. Because now, how many years has how many seasons has Antonio Brown been in the league? I'll, I'll round it. I'll say 10. Okay, so let's say 10. Probably a little bit less, but I'll say 10. Oh, let's just say he's he done a decade, right? You got 10 years in. After you put 10 in, you should be able to walk away from the game and not look back. Mm-hmm. So if you're on that field and they say something like, yo, your ankle hurt and this, this, that, and the third, and you be like, yo, my ankle hurt, I'm not playing, they say, well, get out of here. Yo, I've been here for a decade. I'm ghost. It's a business. I understand that. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Don't, make, don't, don't make it personal. I think a lot of us as fans, which is short for fanatics, we get caught up in the emotion because we, we're, we're, we're fantasizing over this stuff. We're like, oh, I wish I could do this uh, to a certain degree. Or we use it as a sense of entertainment to, uh, to lose ourselves from our everyday stressful life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of it falls on our response, on us. Because we put pressure on the owners. We want this. You know, we have to satisfy, what do they always say? We got to satisfy the fans, right? So we want this. The fans want, uh, I remember one time in you know, baseball, they wanted more scoring, Right. So that kind of made, we have to make the people score more. So what they made the um, athletes do? Use performance-enhancing drugs, right? So now you got these athletes doing more, doing extra, and it's a sacrifice. It's it's just a crazy business out there. I think once people separate the emotion from the business, you'll be better off. Wow. I totally stand behind Antonio Brown and but what my he did. Question, my question is, how do they do that? Because society is the one that drives a lot of these decisions also. Because we can say separate emotion from business, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll go have a business mindset in this situation because that's the way they're looking at it, right? So he goes, okay, so I'll go out there and play. Risk making it worse because he's got a he's got a medical, uh, medical x-rays and all that right. to show the truth to what he's saying, right? But then if we go emotion and I bring up the point of, hey, you know, when do we, how do we, why do we sacrifice the money in the business more for, you know, against our moral? So in this case, he said, the reason why I took the jersey off is because the coach signaled you're done and did the, the, the X cross across the neck to me. So why would I want to play again for a company that's just going to chuck me out when they want to? So yeah. I took this off and said, I'm not representing this brand and that's the way y'all really look at me and that's why he did that and ran off the field. I'll be honest with so you. So I go, in that case, was he supposed to go on business or emotional on that? Because that one, any he, job like that, I go, your manager come to you right now and disrespect you in your face. I'm out of here. I ain't thinking business. First of all, not, I'm going to let you know how I feel about you disrespecting me as a man and I'm out of here. Well, I've so been, how do you... Okay, I've been in that position before. I've been in a position where a manager said something fly to me. I said, yo, you're not the boss. And I walked off and I told the boss the manager got in trouble. So well, again, I'm talking about the man. But no, but forget, you, you little, said, forget the little dude in the middle. But I'm, I'm saying, you man. said the coach. The coach is not the owner. I don't care what you're saying, coach. Word, I'm like this. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting on the bench. I still get paid for the day. Well, you know, well, when the some, owner. Someone when, they got the higher name, you never know. Now, somebody, like right now, well, Coach K is out the door. You think Coach K really have the answer to the head dude right now? Um, with Coach K? I'm just I saying. I think Coach K get a lot of But that's, that's Coach K. Well, I'm just you know, saying, some coaches have that position. That Tampa Bay then, coach, he has a position where he we was gonna, like. Then we going to wait till the next day. You do this, and I'm going to be on the field like, <laughs> like you, mm. I'm still getting my But are we, putting the, are we putting the money or the game over self-moral is my question. Um, For that, I still think that compromises moral because let's say I go out there, let's say I do do a good job, right? I'm still right. giving them what they need. Then, they're going to win this game because I'm out here. True. You're still using me. But, that's where I have my problem at. But then, again, that's how they talk in football. 
Mm-hmm. They talk like that in football. They talk crazy in football. They grab helmets. They smack. Like, that's what coaches do. Mm-hmm. So that might be a normal thing with the coach do. Get well, the AB, cut. We Get know, out we of know here. they mean. If you do that, because right. of what is past, I know. you know. But they, when they say that to him, oh, we mean right. that to him. But it's <laughs> such, like, football is such an, uh, a disrespectful. Yo, AB, we ride with you, brother. Oh, yeah. AB, I got your back 110%, now, baby. Now, just for that, I hate Tom Brady even more. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to remind y'all that my Giants are the only one that stopped him when he was almost undefeated the whole season, and we put it into that. I don't care how long ago that was. Bing right bong. That's but, a lot of say. But, nah, but um, <laughs> I think at that point, A.B. should have just stood there. Like me, I don't know. I'm petty. You sitting there. Get off the field. Hey, I'm going to stand there like. Speaking of petty, what was funny enough uh, is after uh, he dipped off, oh, where was A.B. late that night? Oh, course, side at the next game. Oh, chilling. <laughs> chilling, cool. Chilling with no care. Not a can with, with all my jewels shining. I see. I would have made him double mad. <laughs> right next I, to the bench. I would have stayed at the game, full in uniform. Oh, he was there. Having no, no. I'm talking about in my uniform. I would oh, stay. No, I, I don't think he would. Nice that. and clean. Pa- look, passing out Gatorade to my teammates. You want Gatorade? First of all, I would want Gatorade. I would have been out there handing out free tickets to the next Bucks game. You know what I'm saying? Then That's that night, then that <laughs> night, I would have went to the next game and had fun. <laughs> Same difference. So I just think one fans. Stop saying things if you don't know the whole story. Stop thinking because a man walks off. Like, a man cannot have mental issues playing on that football field for as long as he's been doing. Mm-hmm. You can't be in the spotlight like that and all of a sudden, oh, he got mental issues. He got mental issues. Now, he may be used to living a different lifestyle than what we used to live and do because we're not under the camera lights like that, you know. But, again, there was nothing wrong with that, man. Stop assuming the worst just because somebody walked off, mm. okay? Man, you know what? they don't like a, back, a black man that stands up for us. Oh, they damn they sure don't. Like don't. Oh, I, 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 man, listen, I could talk about that. You know that. they don't like that. No, um, nowhere do they like that. <laughs> they, yo, they, they want you to be humble. They hate you when you modest. Mm. So for no, real. Mm. A.B., Kyrie, Colin. You know we support you. Listen, you got it. You got you got you got fam. You got supporters over here. I respect the journey, baby. Word. Real, we got your back. So, um, without further ado, man, y'all already see we already kicking the show off on fire. But we're gonna take a break, cool it down just a little bit. So we're gonna jump into this first music break. When we come back, we're gonna jump into the topic of the day. Um, we got a two foot, maybe a three foot, maybe a four foot. I don't know. I don't know. We we just gonna work it it's out. It's twenty twenty two, y'all. It's the first show of the season. So it's your boy DJ B Dollar, the one and only model citizen J. Disrespect the journey, you heard. Peace. One hundred five point one live. It's your boy DJ B Dollar, and the one and only model citizen J. And you're rocking with respect the journey. So look, right off the bat. Let's thank again the viewers on Facebook Live right now for tapping in. Appreciate y'all. Um, for all our streamers digitally, 1051live.com, if you're listening straight from the website itself. Yes. Um, if you're listening on any digital platform that you usually stream your radio from, yeah. thank you for that as well. Kudos to Whatever you. Whatever you're using, 1051live, Greensboro, North Carolina. Tap in. Search that. You find us. Boom. Play that. Say that. That's all you got to do. That's light, it. light work. That's light it. work. You know um, what I mean? It's real easy. Yo, 2022, we back at it better than ever. Yeah, if you're not rocking with Respect the Journey in 2022, what are you trying yo, to do? Yo, mark this right now. January 6th, correct? Yes. Thursday, January 6th, 2022, DJ B. Dollar said, today marks the first day that you heard how big RTJ will be this year. That all the opportunities that you had to get down when it was there Listen, will no longer be there. Talk about it. What did Fat Joe say? 
Listen, today's price is not yesterday's price. Right. However, which way. However, you, you want to say it, but you know the meaning. Yesterday's price, price is not, not today's price. Today's tomorrow's price. What tomorrow, next month, the month after that, 2023. Understand. Look, you had your opportunity. Now it's now, not animosity. It's now you got to pay. Yeah, now you got to pay. Now it's something different. Pay play. You know, right now we, we grassroots. We on the first floor. Once we get to the second floor and you got to, like, take the elevator up, see, it costs for electricity in the building to make that elevator come up to the second floor. You're going to have to pay the toll to get on the elevator. And then if you're going to try all. to get the generator to get the power, guess what? You got to come to me for the generator. You know what I'm saying? Got to pay for that, too. So all we're trying to say is get down now. That's all. Just come join the team. Everything will be all good. No, we're going to roll up on you like state property. You either going to get down or you're going to lay down. Basically. And if you lay down, you're going to stay, stay down. down. You are <laughs> Alright, back to the community We gotta get him in the studio <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but nonetheless, man I'm just saying, man um, I feel real good about this year I feel real good about everything that we've started Putting everything in place I'm actually gonna have uh, Model Citizen Jay Speak to something that recently um, He was a part of To kind of set us up For the big things that are coming in 2022 So I'm gonna let him speak to a little of that um, A little bit later But real quick Let's jump right into the first topic of the day. Yeah, I'm okay. with. Um, so y'all know how we do. Uh, we try to spark conversation that's going to get people thinking, people talking, whether it's controversial, uh, whether it's in good fun. Uh, but nonetheless, we always seem to come up with some questions that get people like, hey, I never thought about it like that before. Or, hey, that was an interesting topic. And going through everyone's uh, ideas and thoughts on a particular subject, it's kind of enlightening because you might come across something that you never thought about before and you might be able to kind of piece that together yeah. with your thoughts and ultimately create something Or you might beneficial. you might learn something new from a different perspective that you didn't even think about and you're like, oh, wow, okay, cool. I can see that. I don't agree with it, but I respect it. And, you know, I didn't even think of that, that point of view. Right. Um, so our first uh, kickoff right now, is the responsibility of the parent, or is it the responsibility of the parent to set up their kids leading into their adulthood, i.e. financially, financial stability, businesses, legacy, living structure, yada, 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 or is it simply the responsibility to raise your kids to the best that you can, provide them with the knowledge on how to establish themselves once they become adults themselves? Do we hold the kids at fault for not starting off with an advantage left behind by the parents. So mm. to kind of mm. compress that for everybody and put that in a zip file, uh, is it on the parent to create something that we can then hand down to our kids to continue? Or is it basically we teach the best we can teach, you go out there and you learn just like I had to learn? Mm. And are we holding those kids at fault if they don't kind of get it right? Definitely don't hold the kids at fault if they don't get it right. Okay, you can't blame somebody for not doing something they didn't know. Okay, you know how they say if you know better, you do better. Right. But if they don't know better, they can't do better. Um, I believe as a parent, it is your job to guide your child as a, you know, you got to be a facilitator. Okay, you have to facilitate the well-being of that, of that child, of mm -hmm. your child. So, I'm not rich. I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I wasn't, you know, born and raised in the projects and stuff like that. Um, so, my mother didn't have anything to give me except for knowledge, love, support, and encouragement. And she gave me the, the drive to succeed. Um, is it, would it be her fault if I wasn't a success, if I don't turn out to be successful? No, because at a certain age, 
At a certain point in my life, it is my life. It's up to me to make these decisions. I should know, you know, right from wrong. Mm-hmm. Once you enter adulthood, you should know better. Okay? And if you don't know better, you're at the age right now to where you should have an idea of how to seek guidance. So let's just say your parents don't offer a structured, uh, a structured uh, household. You should have a teacher. By now, you should have a teacher, a mentor, a cousin, somebody in the community that can that can help you, that can support you, that can give you encouragement. If you don't have that person, then you know what? It is up to you. It's up to you to tap in and say, hey, I don't, I don't want this lifestyle. So therefore, I know in order to live the type of lifestyle I want, I have to go out and pursue an education or I have to go out and pursue something, a career field that, that sits well with me mm-hmm. or for me. So I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's the parents' fault, because sometimes you have parents who do the best they can with what they have, and it's just all they can do. Right. And then sometimes you have parents where kids come from a well-off situation, and they grow up to be poop putts. Hmm. So I don't even think it's the parents, um, to a certain degree, you know, the parents' fault, or the parents' responsibility to a certain degree, uh, as far as, you know, I'm not gonna hold hold the parents at fault if their child doesn't become successful. Because then all that means is that the child didn't actively take um, heed to the lessons that was being taught. So, no, I, don't think, I definitely don't think it's the parents' fault. Right, right. Um, yeah, I'm de- I think I'm in, a, I'm, a, I'm in alignment with that. Um, obviously, we know we're three uh, parents here in the studio as well. Um, so we do the best we can. Now, <laughs> you know, I think we fall into a, a conundrum where each parent whether it's ours, whether it's, you know, our grandparents, and then ultimately us, we try to just take what was taught to us, you know, from our parents and, you know, how they did with their parents, and then we still try to shape it in a way that fits us in our household because every household is not the same. Like, even right now, you know, I can have difficulty saying, yo, what we had to deal with with this pandemic and trying to teach our kids and how to manage this for them and for ourselves because it's something we've never experienced. I don't think anybody from like back in the day can advise on that because you didn't really know what that situation curtailed or what that was like. Right. You know, telling your son, hey, you cannot go play with your friends right now, but they're right outside the door. Yeah, they their household may not mind that, but we want to keep you safe. You can't try to find a way to explain that. Or you know, sitting at a computer all day trying to learn. You can't learn that way. So there's a lot of different things we had to learn. So that, And that was just one example with that. So you try to take what was given, implement it with what you got, and ultimately create what's going to work they for you. Remix it to the best of your abilities. Right. Um, I'm still a firm believer of setting an example of it, though. You know, you want to teach your kids, yes, it's okay to go out, get a job. I believe we had this discussion, you know, yeah. at one point in time. Um, but also find out whatever your gifted is, utilize that to ultimately create your own. Because you don't want to be a yes man to somebody else's dream for the rest of your life. And so that, instill I, that energy as well. Even if that's I'm, what you decided. I'm so glad you said that. But instill in yourself that you're still good enough to also be a boss of something as well. And I think sometimes, like to add on to what you were saying, that's why I said I'm a facilitator. I'm your parent. I'm your father. But I'm here to facilitate and guide you. I'm not here to tell you what to do. Mm. Okay? Now, there's certain things I will tell you not to do because I know you do this, you're going to get hurt. I'm going to tell you don't touch that pot. You're going to burn yourself. Don't do that. But if you want to learn how to cook or something, I'll teach you how to do it the proper way. Mm. So, you know, like where, like you said, you don't force it upon them, mm. you guide them. I think we need to also, because remember the, the, when I asked um, 
about the teaching, right? Because mm-hmm. I think we should be also careful how we say proper way, because our proper way might not be their proper way. Mm. Right. What my I'm mom's proper say, way might not have been my grandma's proper is, way. Uh, effective. Right. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There you go. When I'm speaking to my partner, when I'm speaking to my children, like, hey, there's a more effective way to do that. Right. Mm. Not this is the right way. Right, right. What you're doing is wrong. Because it's subjective. Because if that's all you know, right. it'd be wrong. Yep. So I say, here, let me teach you an effective way. Right. Mm. You know? Now, what I think as parents, what we need to be a better assessor at or, or assessing the situation a little bit better at is when is it time to push them out into the world, right? To then set themselves up for however, they, you know, whatever they right. want to do, how they're going to be. But don't force them because... You know, it's in the black community. We can admit that that we are the only ones that hey, when you're 18 to 21, it's about time you get out now get out and go house. do your thing. Cause now it's I did my part, my job as a parent. It's my time to go out there and live, be great, do what I gotta do, which is fine. Um, but we never stop being a parent. You don't stop being a right. parent. Cause yeah. my mom still looks out for me right now. I'm not gonna wood. I'll be what is it? It was two thousand. It was 22. Um, I'll be 39 this year. Not gonna wood. But if I have an issue, my mom is asking, yo, what's up? And if she's in a position where she can help, she's going to do that as my parent. So, again, we need to find another way to let them know it's okay at 18 to 21 to really start taking control over what you do. Right. But don't worry about the fact that I'm just going to throw you out because yeah. you're 18 now. Because that doesn't yes. mean you're ready. Don't expect to have all the answers just because society says you're an adult. Right. You can find a fifty-year-old adult. I'm about to say because some of the oldest, yeah. some Keyword. of the dumbest people in the world is old as hell. Just, still, <laughs> they might say legally you're an adult at eighteen, but keep it keep on uh, understand. Keep in mind you're right. still a teen. And even at eighteen, eighteen, you're still a child. Because at eighteen, that doesn't you know mean you're still mature enough to handle right. certain the things. Pressure of life. Twenty-one yeah. doesn't mean you're mature enough to handle certain the pressure things. Pressure of life, yeah. right? Because cool. honestly, eighteen and twenty-one, you're now learning. What adults are allowed to do now? How you're, do I handle that? You're, you're learning. You don't life. know it yet. You're still learning because mm-hmm. that's now a new stage you're about to step into. So it doesn't make it that you're ready for that just because now I'm 18. Now they now, said I can do it. If doesn't mean you know how. Let's say you this child has eight, 18 years old, 19 years old, but they was never taught how to budget. They right. was never taught about savings. They was never mm. taught how to shop. Mm. Okay. Um, I've seen this a lot from when I used to work at. Um, at a college campus. Right. I've seen kids get freshmen get dropped off and they lost. Like they they ready, like they, they think they ready for the world. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they get out there and they, they living, they having fun, they enjoying themselves. But yo, Ben, when it comes down and stuff get real and they the like first semester and that, and that check ran out. Mm. Yo, they don't know how to eat, they don't know how to do things, they don't know how to do their laundry, they asking me questions. And you know, me being who I am, I'm always gonna look out for the youth. Especially my youth. Okay? Yo, fam, let me put you on the game. Let me, let me tell you what you need to know. Let me tell you how you're supposed to move. Let me teach you how you're supposed to budget and how you're supposed to carry yourself. So this way you know you always got a little pocket change in your pocket. Make sure you know me. Let me show you the hustler's diet. Go get you go get you some oatmeal. Go get you some oodles and noodles. You always got something that's going to stick to your ribs and you're going to be all right. You know what I mean? So I think just because you're 18, if your parents didn't prepare you for this, Yo, they're doing a disservice when they when they tell you to get out. Yeah, I mean, it's such a, an expansive answer to give because, mm-hmm. like uh, Budala alluded to, we have to start casting off the 
the mindset of the days of old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're still practicing things that were uh, imputed to us during slavery times. Mm. You know, and that's not talked about. It's taboo. Like, oh, don't say that. Like, right, nah, but it's the truth, though. If we can't get from under that, you know, we can't even get to a mind state to where we're thinking not in a survival, like yeah, survival. Mode. Right, right. You can't thrive if you're just trying to survive. Yep, that you that know? is right. the truth. Um, and I think we'll jump into a few comments real quick. Um, now from a parent standpoint, do you think it is on us as parents? to at least have something to pass down. Like, is, is it going to be labeled that we didn't do enough if we're not able to do that? Or is it just the fact that that was the cards that we were dealt, so to speak, that we weren't in that position to do that? Um, but all we could give was, hey, watch out for this. You know, be careful with that. Try it this it, way. It it depends. Again, if you're that parent, me. All right, me personally. I can only speak for self. Mm. I'm putting myself in a position um, I'm chasing goals, chasing dreams, chasing things that I want. Mm-hmm. The things that I want, in turn, will help my son out. Right. So I will be able to leave him something. Am I doing it to directly leave him something? A part of it, yes. Mm-hmm. But the majority of it is my dream, though. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to do. So, you know, you have people. Um, this, this, I guess, just to touch on my unapologetically black a little bit. Um, you have people who are good, who want to be a garbage man who want to be a firefighter who want to be a policeman who want to be a lawyer that's fine that's great because we need those people in society um those kind of fields or those careers sometimes you may not be able to leave certain things behind for your child me personally i'm pursuing the dream of an entrepreneur i'm pursuing the dream of ownership i'm pursuing the dream of total control of everything i do okay i want to leave that to my son right that is just me who I am as a person. I like freedom. I don't like people over me. I don't like people nagging me. I don't like answering to people. Doesn't mean that I don't know how to play on a team. Doesn't mean that I have a problem with it. It's just that it's not my not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. So for me personally, I know how I like to roll in my life. And that's okay. I want my complete freedom. I want to have my time to do what I want to do. Sometimes I don't I don't want to make nobody else's ri- nobody else rich. Because I I've always thought about this for um Early part of my life, I did security. If the security company is willing to pay me $20 an hour, how much are they getting for me to be here? Then the per- then the owner of the company is at home somewhere, and I'm out here working, making him money. That's what kind of pushed me into this field. Now, again, this is just my personal dream, but it turns around and helps out my son. Mm-hmm. Do I think a parent has to leave something for their child? No. I don't think you have to if you don't want to. You know, because, again... I think parents sometimes forget to take care of themselves. Once they have children, it becomes all about your children. Mm -hmm. Um, Remember, you were somebody before you had a child. Don't lose yourself into your children. Don't lose yourself into your job. Don't lose yourself into anybody else. Mm -hmm. You still have to be you, okay? How uh, how How can you be a great parent if you're sacrificing yourself, hindering yourself, not being living to your true potential? How can you tell your child to do that? Now you may offer resentment, you know what I'm saying? Because now you may look at your child. How many times later on in life, parents turn around and be like, I sacrificed so much for you and I did this. And they turn the resentment to that child. That's bitterness. So don't, I don't know. If you don't feel like leaving nothing for your child, don't leave it. If you feel like you're in a position and you want to leave something for your child, go right ahead. But understand, once your child gets to a certain age, 
they're still your child, but they're their own individual, and you better respect them as an adult, okay? Because you may get to a certain age, you, I could raise my son up to be a certain, uh, to be whatever I think in my mind he wants to be or what he wants to be or whatever the case may be. He turns 25 and turns around and says, yo, dad, I'm not rocking with nothing you saying. That's cool. You're 25 now. You, you know, you, you out there paying your own bills. You living, you made your own way. Mm. I did my job as a parent. My job uh, was to facilitate, mm. guide you, clothe you, feed you, make sure you good. Right. I did it. Boom. I might still hit Jay in the throat. <laughs> Pen, depending on how he said I ain't rocking what you said, it's the way you can still say it. If I feel aggressive, now, yeah, I might real quick to the throat. <laughs> quick judo chop. <laughs> real quick. Um, but okay, let's jump into a few of these comments real quick. Um, and then we're going to jump into that next break because y'all know what time it is. It's coming up. Um, shout out to my boy Thomas. He says, I had zero advantage, but I did what I had to do to be successful and happy with my life and own family. While it was always beneficial to help set up your children for a possible easier life, it isn't necessary. If they have a good head on their shoulders, I would also never set them up so well that they take advantage. They take everything for granted and don't understand the value of hard work. Hmm. Um, so I could definitely align with that as well. Um, you don't want to get to a point where you've been given, 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 mm. and they don't know what it's like to earn it and yes. just feel entitled to have it. And then that's never good for anybody as well. We see how that can work out yeah. uh, for these silver spoons. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I could definitely align with that as well. Um, have some grounding in that. Exactly. You know? um, Rocky says, I think our responsibility is to try to set them up, but we can't always guarantee it. I also mm. think we should be so quick. We shouldn't be so quick to kick our children out the house before they are ready. Let them finish school, get a career, or just a job, save, and then we'll be able to live on their own. Um, yeah. And then she has some, someone come in and also kind of back her on that as well. Like I said, you know, our culture is known for that 18, it's time to go. No, it's not. No. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Do you yeah. know how to write a check? That's, Do you know how to uh, open a bank account? Exactly. You know? That's, uh, it depends on the child. Right. You have that conversation with the child. Say, hey, you know, what, what? what's your take on this? And see where they are so that you can actually right. like, like, say, oh, okay. Because I know I'll for me, I'll be, I'll be my honest. mom had me, biggest thing she said to me, was it, I'm going to have you in a position where you never have to count or... You never have to rely on anybody to do it else. for you. So if it was as simple as stand here and watch how I make this pot of rice, you will stand here and watch me do this. And I got to write a check. You will sit here and watch how I wrote this check. So you will know. So You'll you know see how to it do firsthand it. how yep. to do it. So you don't have to rely on somebody else to do it for you later. I think a lot of single moms practice that, that technique because my mother went the same way. She taught me three things. She said, I'm going to teach you how to clean, cook, and sew. Mm. Okay? You're only going to need a woman for one thing, and that's if you want to make a baby. And I was like, I respect that mom. But she was like, honestly, you're not going to be dependent upon anybody. You're going to be able to go out here and survive and make it on your own. And, yo, her method worked. Mm. You know? Being a fact, I mean, it did help that I was the youngest out of three. So my old, my two older siblings didn't want me around them. So I was just underneath moms and stuff like that. So that's how I learned how to cook. Just mm. being in the kitchen next to moms because my mm. brother gave me a black eye. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go one more. My um, boy Rob says, it's our responsibility to do the best we can in setting up our kids and giving them the knowledge to succeed on their own. The knowledge is much more important because even if they're set up without the knowledge of how to sustain and improve, they can mm -hmm. still fail. Mm. Um, that's big right there. Yep. Um, again, like I said, we can teach till we blue in the face, but you can't prepare them for what's going to happen outside that door once they leave your house. Mm -hmm. Like we can try to set them as best we can, but once they actually have to now put that into action, 
are you prepared? Do you know? Are you able to assess and read this situation to know? Can oh you, yeah, this was the lesson. This is where this fits here. Can you? They're not showing comprehension. That. Yeah, they're can not you showing that and recognize. Doesn't matter how much teaching you had. You know, failing is imminent if they're not prepared. And parents, know <clears throat> your children. Don't be in denial. Know what your child is good at. Know what your child is, is where their weaknesses are, and help them and train both of them. Okay. Because, as you said, you know, you so quick to want to kick your kid out at 18, make sure if they're prepared to leave at 18, if that's what you want to do, mm-hmm. okay? Just don't be like, all right, you're 18, get out or get a job and give me rent. I've never understood that. Like, my mother, she she would take my money to save it for me because she knew as an 18-year-old I'm a little, you know, carefree, reckless. I don't have too many bills. But my mother didn't make me pay rent. And I asked her about it, too, one time. I was like, Mom... I'm going to pay rent now. You know, I got a job. I mean, she's like, boy, I've been paying my own rent my whole life. What do, what do I need to take your money for? And I'm like, mom, I'm a man now. I can pay rent. She said, okay, what I'll do is I'll take your money and save it. Okay, so when you're ready to leave and you're ready to do your own thing, you have a savings and you can get out when you're ready to get out. Why, why, would, I, why would I take it? You know, that didn't, to her, it didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, she, I'm going to teach you how to survive. I'll teach you how to save. So look at me as your, as your bank. Look at me as your city bank right now. You know, you're investing, you're saving. I'm teaching you how to be responsible. So when you are ready to leave, you're good. You'll have that little blanket underneath you. So, you know, if something bad happens, you don't got to call me. You, you got your blanket. You got your, you got your safety that to move forward and, and handle business. Right. Um, you got any of that uh, catch your eye? Yeah, Check I got one. Action. I ain't going to front. My man Lewis had me laughing over here, okay? His, um, his comment, <laughs> I'm still laughing. I don't think I could read it. Um, Lewis goes, black and Latino parents can't wait until their kids turn 18 so they could kick them out. I think as a parent, you have to hold your kids down, especially if they're doing good in school, college, or whatever. It is not going to stop giving, and I'm not going to stop giving and helping my kids out whatever they want. If I got it, they got it. And yeah, I'm, 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 I'm bringing them up to be responsible adults. So Lewis is like, yo, listen, I'm going to raise my kids. Um, to be responsible adults But I'm still gonna give them Any and everything Because I'm in a position to do it mm-hmm. um, If you don't like it Two tears in the bucket right. <laughs> You ain't gotta love it I don't care um, I respect that to a certain degree But I think we always have to make sure That our kids earn things yeah, I Understand things are not given mm-hmm. um, But being the fact that You know I, could, I think I'm gonna assume Based upon Lewis' uh, statement He's teaching his kids the value of things. I just don't think he's willy nilly out here just giving them, you know, whatever they want at whenever they want it. I think yeah. they they do but have to earn it. Say, as long as they're doing good, in exactly. Mm-hmm. As long as they're doing what they're supposed to do, whatever it is they're doing, as long as it's positive and productive, he'll hold you down. Yeah. Shout out to um. So I remember a time uh, Shaq was doing a like a speaking engagement. And he mentioned that, mm-hmm. and he, he was like, two degrees attached to right. And then he was like, y'all not rich. I'm rich. Mm. I played all those years in the NBA. Y'all didn't play that. This is my money, not y'all money. Y'all want to invest in something? You bring me a business proposal. If it makes sense, I'll invest in it. But I'm not just going to give you 
you know, right. give you whatever it is. Jerry Seinfeld said the same thing. Right. And then I don't think it's in a, a perspective where they're not going to give their kids anything. Like, mm-hmm. now I'm going to make sure you have what you need. No. I, and I, anything extra on top of that, or you're going to earn that extra stuff. I'm, I'm taking care of you. I'm going to provide for you coming your father. But if you come to me with some business idea or business plan, right. it better be 110% official because it's right. not your money you're playing with. It's my money. Dad, let me get that new Tesla. You better Tesla your ass yeah. out of my room. You better go, you better go <laughs> test drive it at the dealership and don't even tell him you're my son. <laughs> ah man, um, let's go one more before we um uh, head into into break. You want to read that last one for us? Yes, um, I'm gonna read Miss Shakira Richardson. Yes, it's still our responsibility to help our children because school don't teach financial literacy. Mm. Something we have to something we have to do in order to be stable. So again, we all know the school's not gonna the schools don't educate your children. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's up to us to educate our children. You know what you deal with every day. Stop being... One of the beautiful things I appreciate about my moms is she showed me stuff. Like, she exposed me like, all right, cool. This is rent. You know, this is how much rent is. This is how much it's going to cost for groceries. I got to feed you guys because you said you want a what video game? You want a new pair of sneakers? Let me show you where it's in the budget. So that's when I learned how to budget. I'm like, oh, okay, but then here goes my smart-ass tail. So if we don't feed my brother, I can, I can get my video game. He don't need to get his favorite brand of cereal. I can get mine, but let's take that mm. little three dollars and we put it toward the stash. <laughs> so, yo, God, <laughs> just be prepared if you're raising your children for them to say something zany like yeah, that. Yeah, my mom <laughs> probably don't even remember this. My cousin, forgive me for telling this story. That's like more like my brother T. Jones. Um, but God rest the soul of my grandmother. I remember one time we was at her house and she was making pancakes in the morning. And it wasn't enough for everybody. So she stretched enough so that every all of us, the kids, could have. And she had made one. There was enough for one pancake left. But she made, like, a real big one. And my cousin turns to her and goes, can I have another one? And she said, well, what am I supposed to eat? And he said, nothing. Now, us kids, we just thought that was the funny thing in the world. So we laughed, but we tried not to laugh too hard because we didn't want to get slapped up. We, um, we didn't want to get slapped up. Um, but yeah, I think she did end up smacking him in the back of the head for saying something so stupid like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's probably going to get at me for telling that story again. But um, but yeah, man, shout out to all the parents, grandparents out there that sacrificed, man. That's- Yo, they put, in, they put in that hard work, effort, and energy. Facts, facts. Um, so we did run a little bit longer than we wanted to there. Um, but you know, excited about the new year. So many different conversations we wanted to do. Um, but we know we know what time it is right now. Yes, sir. All right. Um, it's the first one of the year. Yeah, I'm telling you, listen. We're gonna kick it off right. Miles yeah. is Miles is and Jay just now is so hype, right? <laughs> Y'all know what we do we transparent around here. He was so hype right now. He looking at me, he's like, Look, he wrote it down, look, we gotta go, we gotta go to the main. <laughs> Don't worry, brother. That was Listen. next. We already knew. We already had to get up. Listen. We was ready to go. Um, All right. Me, Dollar was going to make it hot. So, yeah. Listen. Look, Ben Ben was getting ready to throw the computer screen at him. He's looking at him like, I know how to do my job over here, brother. But we hype. Listen, we hype. It's 2022. This is the first mix of the we, year, we hype. We hype. I love well, we, the mix. Well, we did, baby. I know um, one thing. I'm not going to be sitting in the middle no more. I'm going to transition myself to another <laughs> side because I feel like <laughs> I might get hit with a pen, a ben left hook, that, and a right hook. Ben gave him that look like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so he gave you, he gave me that look like he gave you when you came in late? Yeah. Okay. He hit you, he hit you with the You know, I had, I had to throw that one back up in there. I had to throw um, that one. Be dollar but nonetheless, y'all right now, 2022, this is the kickoff. Yeah. This is the first mix of the year. It's going down, so you already know we had to get crazy on it. 
If you're on the highway right now, please pull over. Be safe. Those rules still apply. If you at work, tell your boss you're taking your 20-minute break and it's not your break time. Now you're going to need longer. I gave him a little extra minute oh, yeah, on this, extra? so you're going to you have to take 35. Yo, on the rail, tell your boss you're taking your 45-minute break plus another 15 and you're not clocking out. That's it. <laughs> take a smoke break even if you don't smoke. Shoot, tell him you pull Antonio Brown if you want Look, to. Look, roll up something nice. Leave your clothes on, though. We don't want you getting decent exposure. <laughs> uh, roll up something nice. Pour yourself a stiff drink because you, you earned know. it. It's Thursday. Thursday's a new Friday. We got one more day to the weekend. Woohoo! It's the first week back for a lot of y'all, especially you and the teachers in the school system. I know it's your first week back after we two here. weeks off. Um, no, no, no. We got to say it right. After 17 days. Two weeks don't give it justice. See? 17 days. Yeah, that's too much, man. We love We was discussing with Boogie Down Brown last week about the math. That's I, I All I know, I know is 17 can't days sound better than two weeks. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, man, I know this was y'all first week back. Yes. I'm pretty sure that was eventful for y'all. Get it sure kids, was. Uh, get them, un, you know, get the, get the jitters out. Yeah, you know, they, they got to talk about all their Christmas gifts. Yeah, so, you know. Um, but nonetheless, man, let's get back into it. Kick it in high gear. Tell your neighbors, shut up. Tell your kids, leave you alone. Listen, go play that tablet. Turn Put your, your headphones on. Up loud, loud. Open your windows. Open your door. Let the neighbors hear what's going down. Tell them, you know what, let's, yeah. just, sit, let's just sit out in the front and just uh, let's party together. Let's just have a good time. 2022, let's do it together. Let's fellowship. That's it. Just a year of fellowship, y'all. Y'all already know what it is. DJ B. Della, Mini Mix, and it goes down now. now.